everyone. Welcome to This Is Us Trying, where we just try and so do you. We're your faves, Vivi, Hanny, and Danny. Today, we're going to be talking about the Enneagram. And if you have no clue what that is, don't worry. We're about, you're about to find out. We'll explain it all. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for being here. So the Enneagram is basically um, a system personality typing that describes the different patterns and how people interpret the world, how they manage their emotions, and there are nine numbers or nine types, and each specific type has a driving motivation. So now we're going to explain some of the key factors of each Enneagram type. So Hannah, why don't you start us off? Yes, let me start us off. And hopefully this doesn't, this doesn't feel like school for you guys, but I shall school you in the Enneagram. <laughs> so the so to start, the Enneagram, I, will, I guess we'll start with Enneagram 1. So Enneagram 1s are the reformers. That's like their title, I guess. And when they're healthy, so each of the numbers can kind of fluctuate to other numbers. So when they're healthy, they become an Enneagram 7. And when they're stressed, they become an Enneagram 4. So a core fear in an Enneagram 1 is of being corrupt or evil or defective. And their desire is to be good, to have integrity, or to be, like, balanced in life. Mm -hmm. And what motivates them in life, which is kind of, like, the big deal in how an Enneagram, like, moves in the world, I guess, is they want to be right. They want to strive higher. And they always want to improve literally everything, which can be difficult sometimes if they're always trying to improve things, but can also be a big benefit. Um, an Enneagram with a nine wing. So each of the numbers can borrow from the numbers on either side of them. So an Enneagram one can borrow from a nine and a two and so on and so forth. So an Enneagram nine, sorry, an Enneagram one with a nine wing is called the idealist and an Enneagram one with a two wing is called the advocate. And I guess a fun example of an Enneagram one in real life is me and Michelle Obama. So fun. Hannah, do you want to talk about the inner critic in a one? Yeah. Um, so an Enneagram one also has a very strong inner critic. So all the numbers have these different like critics inside of them, but an Enneagram one has an especially loud one because though they're seen, they kind of come off as quite judgmental to the rest of the world, but that's actually because they're judging themselves internally all the time. And mm -hmm. it's like a little bully that kind of beats you up inside. Yeah. And criticizes your every movement. Wow. Yeah. All right. So the Enneagram 2. Viv, do you want to explain the yeah. two? So the Enneagram 2 is known as the helper. When they're in health, they go to type 4s. And when they're stressed, they go to type 8s. Their core fears are kind of being rejected or unwanted. Um, sometimes they're too needy or not worthy of love. Um, their core desire is to feel loved. And then um, their motivations are they want to be loved. They want to express feelings for people. They want to be needed or appreciated. Um, and the, the, the one wing is known as the servant. And the three wing is known as the host or hostess. And then an example of an Enneagram 2 is Mr. Rogers. We love Mr. Rogers. Yes, we do. <laughs> the best. Okay, now for Enneagram 3, the achiever. So when they're healthy, they go to a type nine. And when they're stressed, they go to a type six. These mean nothing now, but we'll explain what all the numbers are. So don't worry. Um, mm -hmm. Their core fear is being worthless and not feeling valued. 
So their core desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. Their key motivations are to be affirmed, to distinguish themselves from others, to have attention, to be admired, and to impress others. So when they have a two wing, they're called the charmer. When they have a four wing, they're called the professional. And an amazing, so amazing example of this is Queen Taylor Swift. We love Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh. Love Taylor Swift. Queen Tay. Um, And then for Enneagram 4s, they're called the Romantics. And when they're healthy, they become 1s. And when they're stressed, they become 2s. A core fear for an Enneagram 4 is that they have no identity or personal significance. And their core desire is to find themselves and their significance. Um, The 3 wing, when they, or like an Enneagram 4 wing 3, is called the Aristocrat. And an Enneagram 4 with a 5 wing is called the Bohemian. And it's very artistic names. And um, an example in the real, not the real world, she's actually a fictional character, (laughs) is Anne of Green Gables. She is textbook Enneagram 4. So for those who identify with Anne of Green Gables, you might be a 4. I thought she was a 7 because she was so carefree. But now that I think about it, she's such a a romantic. She's definitely a 4. Yeah, she totally is. Yep. Love it. So the Enneagram 5 is known as the investigator. Uh, When they're healthy, they go to 8s. And when they're stressed, they go to 7s. They always fear being useless, helpless, and incapable. Um, But they always always strive to be capable and competent. Um, Some of their key motivations, they want to possess knowledge. They always want to understand the environment and have everything figured out as a way of defending themselves from threats from the environment. Um, The sixth wing is called the iconoclast, and the four wing is the problem solver. And so an example of who is an Enneagram 5 is Albert Einstein. I don't know that many Enneagram 5s, personally. Yeah, they're not as common, I think. I don't and know. Maybe it's also maybe just my Enneagram number doesn't attract five. Like maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> that could be true. <laughs> um, and then I'll explain Enneagram six because Danielle wanted to explain oh, Enneagram guys, seven. I fought for it so hard. <laughs> she did. Um, so an Enneagram six is known as the loyalist. So when they're healthy, they become type threes, and when they're stressed, they become type nines. Their core fear is being without support or guidance of any kind, and their core desire is to have security and support. Their key motivations is kind of similar to their desire is they want to have security, they want to feel supported by other people, they want to have like reassurance that they're doing something good, and they want to test the attitudes of others toward them and fight against anxiety and insecurity. So an Enneagram 6 with a 5 wing is known as the Defender, and an Enneagram 6 with a 7 wing is known as the Buddy. That's weird. That's kind of... That's kind of funny how they're, like, one's, like, the defender and one's the buddy. Like, it's on a completely different spectrum. Yeah, they're completely yeah. different. Um, and then an example is our favorite, Prince Harry. What a guy. Yes. What a guy. <laughs> and now the moment we have all been waiting for, Enneagram oh 7. <laughs> Arguably the best Enneagram. No, I'm kidding. They're very self-centered sometimes. <laughs> I am an Enneagram 7. This is why I fought for it so much. 
they are the enthusiasts. So when they're healthy, they go to a five. And when they're stressed, they go to a one, which I will talk about later. Their core fear is being deprived and in pain. Their core desire is to be satisfied and content, have all their needs fulfilled. And their key motivation, they want to maintain their freedom and happiness to avoid missing out on worthwhile experiences to keep themselves excited and occupied to avoid or just discharge pain. So a seven with a six wing is called the entertainer and with an eight wing, they're called the realist. So basically sevens have major FOMO. Like I hate missing out on fun events. I just, I can't wait to get to the next fun thing. And an example of this is Katy Perry. Yes. All right, so next we have the Enneagram 8, which is known as the Challenger. So when they're in health, they become a 2. When they're stressed, they become a 5. Their core fear is being harmed and controlled by others. So, you know, they always want to protect themselves and be in control of their life. Um, Some of their key motivations, they want to be self-reliant. They want to prove their strength, and they always want to resist weakness. Um, They want to be important in the world and dominate their environment, and they always want to stay in control of every situation. So an Enneagram 8 with a 7 wing is known as the Maverick, and an Enneagram 8 with a 9 wing is known as the Bear. So an, oh. <laughs> so an example kind of, fun. of an Enneagram 8 is Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see that. Um, and then for Enneagram 9s, so they're known as the Peacemaker, um, when they're healthy, they become threes, and when they're stressed, they become type six. Their core fear is of being like of like loss and separation, and their core desire is to have inner stability or peace of mind. Um, their key motivations is to create harmony in their environment, avoid conflicts and tension, to preserve things as they are, and to resist like stuff that can upset or disturb them. So an Enneagram 9 with an 8 wing is known as the referee, and an Enneagram 9 with a 1 wing is known as the dreamer. And an example, because we love the Obamas, is Barack Obama. Yeah, I feel like I have yeah. so many Enneagram 9s in my life. And personally, totally do. it's such a Me blessing. Too. They bring so much peace. Like, mm-hmm. um, my brother, shout out to you, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> of course you know who you are um he like is just always trying to like keep things calm and peaceful around here like whenever there's fights he's just like calm like person in the middle trying to like settle everything down and but he's also super fun like when he's he can like bend when he's around different people if that makes sense yeah that's the thing about nines is nines tend to have um an attribute where they kind of like merge with other um kind of numbers in order to like Mm -hmm. they're kind of like chameleons Oh, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Um, so one thing that everybody should know is whichever number kind of hits you in the gut the most, um, whichever number that you kind of like don't like, that probably and very possibly could be the number that you are. Because I remember when I was hearing about the Enneagram for the first time, I immediately was like, I want to be a one because ones are like critical and they're too judgmental. But as I kind of explored it more, I was like, yep, that's me. Especially if you look into what each number is like when they're healthy versus when they're stressed and kind of like all the layers in there, then you kind of kind of get to know yourself. 
Yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of online like tests and stuff you can do to help you figure out mm-hmm. which types yeah. you're most like. Just honestly, Google free Enneagram test. Yeah, there's Google. A million. There's so many options. Yeah. Or just read through them and see like which one you feel like describes you the best. So do you want yes, to talk about like yeah. which numbers we are? Like I think Hannah and I mentioned Alice, but Viv, what are you? Yeah. Well, I am an Enneagram one. And I figured this out because, I mean, in my life, I always, like, strive to be, like, really organized, and I try to do things well and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I also think I'm at wing nine because I like to make peace, and I don't like conflict. So, yeah, yeah I'm a one wing nine. Yes. And I get, and you guys and I guess definitely we, we see that. We sort of touched on this. Yeah. Yes. I totally Sometimes she's that. like, I don't think I'm a and one. You know I'm like, Viv, you're a one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, and you totally. know what's funny? But no, Hannah, yeah, and I'm... Oh, oh no, okay, no, sorry. No, I keep worry. cutting you guys off. Um, But I'm... And then I'm an Enneagram one with a two wing, so the advocate, even though I didn't want to be an Enneagram one with a two wing, <sighs> it's just really hard. <laughs> Sorry, I can't go off um, what you're saying, Danny. I'm a seven, an Enneagram seven, with, we think it's a six wing, right? Six wing. Yeah. It's a six wing. It's a six wing. The entertainer. You I want to have an eight, eight wing, wing, but you're, you have a six eight wing. wings are... No, you're so the entertainer. Fun. I'm the entertainer. Definitely. You're the entertainer. Yeah. A thousand like percent. <laughs> you know it, people. Um, And you want to know something oh, that's, yes. it's, it's kind of weird. I think it's cool. Um, So, Enneagram Do tell. When they're healthy, they go to Enneagram 7. But when Enneagram yep. 7s are stressed, they go to Enneagram 1. Yep. <laughs> yep. So when these two are around me, they're super happy. They go all the way up to a 7. And then when I'm around them, I go to a 1. No, I'm kidding. But it's just weird how, like, we're... It's weird how they, like, all connect. Opposite. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I didn't... And that's the thing that's... I didn't really know go. about the Enneagram. Like, I'd heard whatever, whatever. And then I took the test, I guess, back in lockdown in April. And then I met Hannah, and Hannah was, like, obsessed with the Enneagram. And now I'm, like, I'm, yeah. So She's obsessed. made us all obsessed with it now. Yeah. Now it's, like, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, and I want to explain this. Yeah. It is, like, nothing like a Zodiac sign. <laughs> Oh, yes. We would like to clarify. It's not a Zodiac sign. Like, what? So, after you can hear this, it's not really, like, a Zodiac sign. I honestly don't even know how those work. Yeah, this is a personality test. That's it. Yeah. It's like Myers-Briggs or something. Exactly. Oh, yeah. We should do the Myers-Briggs one sometime. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you, too. What is your favorite number to be around? Oh, that's a good question. You, you can't general I think I sound so one saying this but you can't like I think you can't really judge other people based off of their <laughs> numbers true. like their numbers is just an it's an aspect of like who mm-hmm. they are but like so like for ones it's like like yes I have like this like rule book in my head like oh I should do this I should do that but it's based off of my own rule book so like other ones have their own different right. kind of rule book so I think it's it's almost kind of depends on the people yeah. like it's how they express themselves mm-hmm. and how they like 
work towards being more healthy and acknowledge their like mess ups as I try. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I don't yeah. think there's a specific one. I do have a lot of nines. I love being me too. Like a lot of nines. Nines are just so fun, but they're also calm. Like you can have like deep conversations. You can just be like completely goofy. They're just really supportive. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Also, mm-hmm. What about you, Viv? I honestly, I I like them all. Like, they all have different like strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's hard to just pick one. Mm. I also love being around the other, other sevens. The energy in the room <laughs> really? is just like, it's just so crazy. <laughs> but then, oh, literally, yeah, but there's so the- many ones in my life, and so many of my besties including you two are Enneagram ones and I just have been like thriving this is true Enneagram ones lately so but I also yeah. think like the Enneagram the other cool shouldn't thing. like determine your whole self like even if I'm, yeah. I'm a type one doesn't mean mm-hmm. I can't pull some stuff from all the other types like that's a yeah. good point though and like if somebody's like a type and- six like I I shouldn't say like oh I don't want to hang out with them or whatever because of their oh, type for like sure yeah, it, it shouldn't determine everything, but it's kind of cool to know yeah. like, what types you and are. And just because I'm a seven doesn't mean I'm not ever organized. Like, I can still be organized. Yeah, I exactly. can still have an inner exactly. critic that's, like, correcting me. Yeah, and that's actually the cool thing about the Enneagram is each of them. So I think how it works is, like, they each kind of, you kind of go to different numbers. Like, it's like a cycle yeah. kind of in a sense. And um, they each borrow from different attributes of God. Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, also, it's really Anne, cool. Do you want to talk about, like, the head? You know, I don't really know what oh, it's yes. called, you're really good at explaining that. Yes. Uh, yes, I pulled out all of my sheets because I, I had a certain time in my life when I was absolutely it obsessed was with the Enneagram. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, yeah, so um, I guess how I would explain it is like, so the eights, nines, and ones are in the kind of gut triad. So they make decisions based on like a gut feeling. Like you walk into a room and you're like, something's off. Like you can kind of feel it. I describe it like you can kind of feel it in your bones. And a driving um, emotion that they have is anger, which can be surprising for like an Enneagram one or an Enneagram nine. But if you are an, a one or a nine or an eight, you you know that you're kind of driven by a little bit of anger or you have like a deep anger in your soul, like in the pit of your soul. Um, and then um, twos, threes and fours are in the heart triad. So they make decisions like from their heart, like from their feelings. Um, and the I think the emotion that they drive off of, it's not coming to me off the top of my head. But I think it's based off of, like, oh, shame. Yeah. And then, or maybe, I think it's guilt. It's guilt or shame. People, you're going to have to <laughs> Google it because my brain is not working. And then, um, two, so two, threes, and fours. And then fives, sixes, and sevens are in the head triad. So they make decisions, like, based off, like, logic and, like, in their heads. Um, and they, I think they're based off of shame. So their emotions, like they're a driving feeling that's like more considered a negative emotion is um, off of shame. Yeah. So the Enneagram can teach you a lot about the dark aspects. Yeah, of it kind of opens up my eyes to like, not necessarily 
sometimes like what I do and like why I do it if that makes sense like for a while I was like I have this dream and I want to like live all over the world not just travel like I want to live in like different places and I was like why is this like it's so random and then I was doing some research about Enneagram 7s and I actually heard another podcast about how Enneagram 7s love change they don't like to stay in one place for too long they like they want to see it all and I was like that makes so that much totally sense that totally relates to your life yeah because I'm always like, yeah, totally. like, what can I do now? Like, I want to switch something with, like, I want to rearrange my bedroom, like, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And shout out to that podcast, Annie yeah. F. Downs, uh, Annie po- her summer. podcast, um, That Sounds yeah. Fun. Yeah, so she, I think this summer, she did, like, a whole series on each the Enneagram. The if you want to uncover each number, and they're, like, an they're hour-long podcast, but they're so but good. They're worth it. They are definitely worth it. Oh, yeah. just go clean your room. I'm such an Enneagram one saying room. this. Go clean your room. Saying. Go do your laundry and have an enjoyable Diana time doing it. And go listen. To my bedroom, like <laughs> this is an Enneagram one. <laughs> this is true. Oh well, yeah, we encourage all of yep. you to do a test and try to find out which Enneagram you are. Yeah, yeah. And tell us on our Instagram, like what Enneagram number you yeah. think you yeah, are. Yeah, would love We're to know. Super interested. Also, um, send us any ideas of anything you want to hear on the podcast. We're open to everything. We have a lot of ideas ourselves, but we also want to know what you guys want to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. Yes. We will see you all next week. Um, next yeah, Friday, next Saturday. Peace, Peace out, out, guys. Yes. Bye.